Al, we are a third of the way through uh, the big hitters from the end of January through the end of February. Yeah. Which is... Got through one one hundred hour game. Still got a ways to go to get get through all of them, but uh, yeah, we are... uh, Chugging along. Chugging along, yes. Uh, hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc, Al, and Lady M. Hello. This is episode 373, and we are discussing Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. There's so much wealth, it's infinite. It, it, I mean, honestly, it is not, because I was poor a lot of this game. <laughs> You're not wrong. Ooh, the 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 wealth was definitely not infinite when it came to the funding that I had. Oofa doofa. For for Ichiban, <laughs> not the cat, the guy. True. Uh yeah, the the latest uh game in the Like a Dragon slash Yakuza series, the ninth mainline entry, as Wikipedia states, mm-hmm. which is true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we have played through all this. It took us, I think, both of us around 100 hours to get through. They were not kidding when they mm-hmm. said this was going to be a very long game. <laughs> they were not kidding. They were correct. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about some general thoughts and opinions, some non-spoilerly bits before we dive into spoilers. So, you know, if you want to listen to the general stuff you can before you can dip out before we get into the the meat and potatoes of spoilers and all that sort of stuff so we'll give you a mm-hmm. warning before we get into all of that of course mm-hmm. but yes uh this game came out a couple weeks ago on january the 26th of 2024 for the playstations the pc and the xboxes and like we said this is the the newest game in the series it is the sequel to Yakuza 7, it is a sequel to Like a Dragon Gaiden, The Man Who Erased His Name. Is this technically the first one that I've played myself at launch? Yes, because you played okay. 7 after the after you watched me play through like the back half of it. Right. You picked it up for cheap and played it then. But yeah, this would be, in the, this would be the first right. one you've played uh, yourself at launch. Well, because I mean, like the Judgment Games and everything, and Gaiden, I watched you play at launch. Anishin. Anishin, yeah. But this is the first one I think that I've played on my mm-hmm. own at launch. Wow, how about that? Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, this game takes us to the far flung place of Hawaii. Hawaii, the United States. Honolulu, Hawaii. Wow. USA, USA, USA. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, you get a new location and all that sort of stuff. Get to hear a lot of people speak English, which I guess you sp- you obviously get to hear a lot of people speak English because you played with the English <laughs> dub. I played with the Japanese dub. The dub. Uh, so yeah. but I also got to hear a lot of people speak English. So <laughs> I bet you had a bunch of people speaking English, which was English uh, very interesting. Like, like the dudes who who yeah like say a show. Yeah, <laughs> get that a lot. A lot. It was. Or they call you dip. I forgot what yeah. the other stuff is. It's interesting to see like what they would like, like what kind of characters they would have speak English, or what kind of characters they would have just speak Japanese at you. Um, mm-hmm. And also interesting that they would they also just seem to grab people from the English dub and just keep keep them in the Japanese dub. Oh, 
because there's definitely a point I think we talked about this where like there's a minor character you run into at some point and that's definitely just JYB in yeah. the Japanese dub and I was like oh huh interesting but then there's like other like main characters who like if they have to speak English they're just Japanese voice actors speaking English right and then also Japanese at the same time so there's all that uh, let's dive into the development of this game real quick okay uh, this game was announced in September of 2022 during the RGG Studios Summit live stream, initially named Like a Dragon 8. The first announcement trailer featured voiceover from various characters in the game, followed by the on-screen appearances of both Ichiban, Kasuga, and Kazuma Kiryu. Kiryu's design was a notable highlight due to the major contrast with his past appearances. His Unarakami yeah. look, which they kind of toned down the Unarakami-ish of it. He looked He looked less like a boy band member, I think. Yeah. Or I, or I just got used to it. I'm Probably sure a little which. bit of A, a little bit of B. Yeah, true. Uh, in early 2023, RGG Studio hosted a Cabaret Club Grand Prix competition in which five models were chosen to appear as live-action hostesses for the Cabaret Club minigame and Like a Dragon Guide and The Man Who Raised His Name, while the Grand Prix winner is chosen to appear as an in-game character in Infinite Wealth. Uh, among the five finalists, live streamer and VTuber Kason ultimately won the Grand Prix. Her character Kay appears in a supporting capacity as a worker at the Revolve Bar, which also serves as a hangout spot for the player characters. Uh, she also does both Japanese and English voices for her character, of course. Makes sense. Uh, I watched the her version of the in the English version. Uh, she is a bit more toned down in English than she is in Japanese when when you first meet her, <laughs> which uh. is which is interesting. But yeah, it's, hey, good on her. Getting, getting double the paycheck there. <laughs> she's she's living her best life here. She really is living her best life here. <laughs> I mean, she got paid to like be a simp for Kiryu, so like. Yep. That's. She does that for free. I think I saw like where she was streaming, the game and like her appearance in it, and she talked about how like, oh yeah, like I just like started saying things and kind of like that weren't in the script, and the director's like, oh yeah, this is fine. Yeah, we'll just keep it in. All right. <laughs> Well, and even, like, the text messages that she sent, she's like, don't tell Kiryu I said this, but, like, watching him do karaoke, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, my God. Uh, I feel like she actually just, like, said these things. And like, yeah, sure, we'll just put that in. Yeah. Uh, in addition to Kason, Infinite Well features several Japanese celebrities making in-game appearances, including MMA fighter and YouTuber Mikaro Asakura. Is the the dude you do side stories for? The side stories for? I didn't yeah. know he was a real person. He's a real person. He's got like a million Man. subscribers on YouTube. Wow! He fights for the Japanese MMA promotion Ryzen. I did not know that. Uh, TV announcer Risa Unai. She does a podcast in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Utamaru of the hip hop group Rhymaster or Rhymester, Rhymester, Rhymester. There we Rhymester. go. Rhymester. Rhymester. I don't uh, know who that was in the game. I though. don't remember either. Weather reporters Saya Hiyama and Yui Komaki. They are the two gals who come to uh, Dondoko Island. Ah. And then and the TV characters Gachipin and Muko. The, uh, the, the mascots at the island. I didn't realize they were real either. They are very real. There was a good uh, video they put out before the game came out of them voicing their characters in the game, and they were in the, the mask costumes voicing the characters. <laughs> That's good. It's very good. Um, That's good. Uh, a second trailer premiered at the Xbox Games Showcase in 2023, teasing a new setting outside of Japan, while also confirming the new title. 
RGD Studio head uh, Masayoshi Yokoyama explained the Infinite Wealth subtitle as a direct tie to the themes in the story and also as a differenti differentiation between the international version of the game and the Japanese version, the latter of which was simply titled Ryoga Gokutoko 8. Uh, in September 2023, RGD Studio hosted a second Summit livestream detailing the story and characters as well as gameplay features of Infinite Wealth via two new trailers. The studio also revealed Japanese cast members of the game and announced actors Danny Trejo and Daniel Day Kim as part of the English voice cast. So you, get, you got to hear some Danny Trejo, and then you got to also hear Johnny Gat. I did. Which is cool. Yeah, it was pretty legit. Uh, in addition to the English dub for the first time in the series, a Chinese dub is also available for Infinite Wealth with karaoke songs sung in Chinese by the Chinese voice cast and lyrics shown in Chinese pinyin. I guess it's just the characters. Makes sense. Uh, in October 2023, RGD Studios unveiled Happy Resort Dondoko Island, a side activity featured in Infinite Wealth as part of Xbox's partner preview livestream. And then in December 2023, the studio released a trailer for the Bucket List story, noting it was a major side activity for Kiryu in Infinite Wealth. Uh, and Infinite Wealth featured the song uh, Arya Maru Tomi, The Invaluable, by Ringo Shina as its theme song. Uh, Yokoyama stated that Sheena's music had a major influence on him during development of the story, leading him to requesting her song for inclusion in the game. Wow. Wow. Uh, on the Metacritic, this game got an 89 out of 100 for the PC and PS5 versions and a 92 out of 100 for the Xbox version. And on Open Critic, it is at a 90 out of 100. And since uh, release, or I guess in the first week of release... Via digital and physical sales, uh, it sold one, or I guess it shipped one million units. Big, uh, it's a big year for Japanese RPGs shipping one million units of games. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so far. So there's all that. Uh, yeah. This game is very long. There's a lot of stuff in it. Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff in it. Um. I will say they, they definitely improved the gameplay from 7. Like, obviously, 7 was just, like, a a proof of concept in, in a sense of, like, hey, we right. can do this JRPG thing. And then here they kind of really expand upon it by, like, you know, letting you kind of move around in combat more. You have, like, you can I do... I barely got stuck on stuff this time. Yeah, and you could do, like, back attacks and, like... What's the word like I'm looking fling, for? fling people into fling other people. people. Um... Yeah, like, it just seemed a lot more just easier to use. It seemed better. Um, There's just more, like, variety in terms of, like, the 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 skills and abilities you can use and all that sort of stuff. There's more jobs that you're uh, able to, to use and all that sort of stuff. While also, like, most of the jobs from the previous game return. Uh, just, they made the combat... Oh, they nerfed one of them. They did nerf one of them. But, yeah, they, they made the, the, the combat more fun and just better to use overall mm -hmm. which i think is obviously something they needed to do because i think that was kind of one of the the major complaints of seven coming out of it was just like it was very basic it was basic and good lord would i get mad when i would get stuck on stuff yeah it's like cool i'm just running on this uh this this fence for a minute hoping that Somebody will figure out how to get around it. I definitely still had that happen a couple of times, but then eventually it would just be like, all right, we're just going to warp you to <laughs> out of the situation. I had it happen a couple of times, but they would warp, which... Yeah, just nice. Again, a huge improvement over what it was before, which is, well, you guess you live here now. Yeah. It's 
pretty good. Uh, a lot of, there's a bunch of side games in this game. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff. You know, you've got karaoke, of course. That is the main staple of the of the series. So you got to have that. Um, mm-hmm. Which got, I need to talk about that at some point. We got your darts. You got your mahjong. Right. Uh, you got some arcade games. You got a uh, Virtual Fighter Three. Mm-hmm. You got Spike Out, which I had never heard of before this, but apparently this is a game made by the original creator of the Yakuza series, the Nagoshi. Oh, I didn't know that. Came out in 1999? Uh Then, of course, Sega Bass Fishing, of course. Yes. <laughs> of course. Which is very good. Man, the fact that I could ask Jal to, to go... Play Sega Bass Fishing with me as Kiryu was like the funniest thing. I was so jazzed. I was like, let's do this. But then they didn't actually let us do it together. It was part of the story. They really only included that just because they knew you were going to be playing this game. I think so, honestly. Of course. Uh, and then you got some other stuff. There's the uh, delivery mini game where you like mm-hmm. deliver food to people. Very uh, very much in the, in the same vein as a crazy taxi. Mm-hmm. Just without the offspring, you know yelling at you there's right. a there's a dating app mini game which is something something <laughs> something all right uh there is the, i dated a chicken you did date a chicken for sure uh there is the sujimon battle stuff which is basically just pokemon like yeah, i know a lot of people were talking about how they thought pal world was you know infringing on the the pokemon rights but there are parts of this this stuff that i'm just like this is very close in terms of what you're trying to do here <laughs> Yeah. Like a lot of the music they use is very similar. <laughs> yeah. Like they are not shy about telling you like, hey, this is inspired by Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? But yeah, Who could have seen that coming? I am, I'm surprised how well that works. <laughs> I was infuriated by it a few times. Yes. Because um, it, it can be difficult. And also, it does rely on, like, if you want it to be easier for you, it does rely on you having good gotcha luck. Yes, and I don't have good gotcha luck ever. Wait. But yeah, that is that is essentially just Pokemon. And then, of course, the, the big side game or side uh, thingamajig is mm-hmm. the Dondoko Island, which is uh, you go to an island and you make your own resort island. It is, it's Animal Crossing. It's Animal Crossing, yes. Uh, which is interesting. Um, I I wasn't expecting how much it was just going to be like, hey, we just give you a bunch of uh, elements from the games and you just throw it into your island. Yeah, I didn't expect that, honestly. It's like, here's a popo, have fun. It's like like like, they took Animal Crossing and then mixed it with Mario Maker in a way. Oh my god, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so that was interesting. Um, not as much of a money maker as like the Ichiban Confectionery stuff in the previous game was. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, I mean, you do make money through it, but it is not like you're just going to sit there and like gain a bajillion dollars through it. I had to go back a few times when I was like hurting for money. Right. And then I realized that doing the dungeons was a better way to get money. Yeah, which that is definitely a good way to get some money, even though some of those dungeons can be difficult. Yeah, no kidding. It's real rude. Real Um, rude. 
Kiryu has his own things, which we'll get into when we get into spoilers, because they uh, they involve a lot of spoilers, let's say. Yeah, I mean, they kind of spoiled the big part of it in the trailers, because, like, of course they did. Um, but, like, the actual side stuff, they we're, we're not going to spoil yet. Yeah. Um, but I, I do want to talk about karaoke real quick. Okay. One, Anju, f- yeah. 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 Um, although... Th- very distracting that one part of the, <laughs> the karaoke song i was like oh the, 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 the. the booba um the booba i was like oh those are those are swinging um so that was distracting and i felt kind of bad about it i was like i'm looking respectfully question mark <laughs> um Karaoke in seven in English was very good. Like it, it sounded like it was like not professional, which is fine. But like it was, it was good. It was a lot of fun. Um, they did not do a good job this time around. Heck, it's like the one thing about the dub. Then like, oh, I... and honestly, it's not even on the actors. Like the actors did fine. It's on whoever did the mixing and like the editing because they put so much auto tune on that didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why did why did you do that? Like they sounded fine. Um, so that was really annoying. Uh, it was weird to me that there's there's a part where Kira you singing. And he's singing like acapella, and you're 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 not doing like karaoke itself essentially. And he sounded fine. He sounded like completely normal. Like obviously he's never going to be as good as the original VA when it comes to karaoke. That's just he's a singer. He's good. Um, but like he was passable. It was fine. Um. But then when you hear like the version of it that they have in the karaoke minigame, it's just, like, full of auto-tune. It's like, why? He sounds fine. So it was such a weird choice on their part. And again, nothing on the dub actors there. That was not their fault. They did a great job on... Well, I would say most of them did a great job. Um, But, yeah, that was a big misstep in terms of... Like what? What happened there? I don't know. Why? Why did they decide to do so much auto tune? Wee. 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 So that's that's a bummer. Um. So. Um, for the most part, I switched to Japanese if I was going to do karaoke. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't for one of them, and it was one of the most ridiculous things I think I've ever experienced. Like it was funny as hell. But I don't know why any of it was happening. Um, but that was uh, with with Zhao's song, which I guess Joongi Han did the same song. But it's like this really lovely love song. And Robbie Damon's just like absolutely killing it. Like destroying that song. So good. Um, but the... <laughs> Then you have Kiryu doing like the the backup on it, 
And he's like talking about buying a new dishwasher. And I'm like, what? bro, you good? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Why are you talking about a dishwasher? And like the same thing happens with the Ichiban's side. That like when when uh Han's taking it, he's also talking about buying a new dishwasher and how like it's not the right size and that he has to go back to the store. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? So it made it very hard for me to pay attention to the actual performance because it's like, what are we talking about dishwashers for? That's, uh, huh. So I'm kind of curious to know, like, what in Japanese, like, what the interjections are, what they mean, like, if it's the same thing or if the dishwasher thing is just like a dub thing, like a localization. That's a That's a great question. But I'm dying to know because, like, it honest to God sounds like Kiryu is just having like a midlife crisis in the middle of this about a dishwasher while his buddy's just up there singing karaoke about a gal. You know, just sometimes it's, it just happens. It comes out of nowhere. You realize you need a dishwasher. <laughs> Your dishwasher broke and you need a new one, but you got the wrong size. Now you have to go back to the store. That's like, real that, anxiety. That... <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Uh, but yeah, when I was playing that that track, I was like, "Huh, huh, huh!" So funny. It was so weird, though. Um, yeah. Otherwise, like, if you want want it to actually sound good, for the most part, you gotta go to the Japanese dub for that one. But plus, you know, you get Anju, which is hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But all the negative about the English dub karaoke is completely on whoever did the the audio mixing. Not the singers themselves. Dishwasher. Dishwashers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of dubs, I want to take a minute to talk about the Japanese dub. Okay. Um. Aju. I mean, he's got all the heavy hitters you would expect from the series, of course. They're here and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we've mentioned her quite a few times. Uh, Anju Inami is in this game. She plays Chitose. Uh, if you if you know us, you know that she is also uh, from Love Live Sunshine. Chica. Yeah, she plays Chica. She is the leader of Aqua. Khan, um, Khan. She is great. Yes. Good human being. Um, yes she does fantastic in this game she's she is fantastic uh it's interesting because like her chitose voice is more just like her normal speaking voice register but there mm-hmm. are like times when like she gets excited that like i'm like oh that's the, the chica voice <laughs> she's slipping into voice. that um there's definitely a couple of moments in here where like she's you get to see her range and everything and like see her be emotional it's like yeah i've seen you be emotional before in front of like the 40,000 people in the Tokyo Dome. This tracks. Yep. <laughs> uh, she, she's great in this. I was very happy when they announced that she was in this game and she does a phenomenal mm-hmm. job in this. Um, there's also, also some just like wild uh, casting in here as well. Like um, the the voice actor they get for Yamai is, uh, is interesting because like uh, – they have to be kind of real, like, creepy-ish in a way, just mm-hmm. because of how that character is. So they get the dude who plays Dio. Ah! Which is, I think, smart, of course. That's a good get. That's yeah. a good get. 
Uh, who else? Uh, I thought the guy they got to play Bryce was interesting because like he has to speak English and Japanese mm-hmm. because of reasons we'll get into later. Um, but they got the dude who plays Amuro in Mobile Suit Gundam. Oh, which is an interesting choice. There's something else he's in that I was like, oh right. Oh, he's a uh, he's also Tuxedo Mask. Oh, you know what? I read that earlier today. Just a wild two uh, one two punch there. So wild. Um, yeah. So like, there's some interesting little like uh, choices they made for sure in the in this Japanese dub. Like, it's not just like people who are um, like anime voice actors. There's also people who just like they just do films and stuff. Like, they are just like live action actors and actresses and stuff like that. So I mean, I mean it's the same way with the English dub. I mean, like you have Danny Trejo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's a it's a good mix of people and like. It is. It's still really good. So like, it's not like someone comes in. And it's like ah, they they're not really pulling their weight or anything. Um, but yeah, also like the gal who does Anya and Spy Families in this as a character you would not expect. So because nope, the voice nope. is very different. Yep. Um But yeah, it's it's very good. Anju's great. Yeah. That's that's um, really what I wanted to say. <laughs> No, that's fair, and I I I mentioned it. I I played it in the English dub because um, I played seven in the English dub, and I just can't hear Ichiban as anybody but Keiji Tang. Um, like he's he is Ichiban. He's so good. You don't want Ichiban to sound like Nishiki. No, I don't. What? He 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 sounds so good. Yeah, he sounds so good in um, Japanese as well. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not anything against him. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, anytime I went into your game to hear the English stuff, it was like, what? What? Huh? 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 <laughs> it sounds so weird. I just don't, I think he's just a perfect fit for this character. Like, he's so, so good. Um, And, I mean, for the most part, the English subcast is very, very good. Yeah. Um, I have zero complaints about most of them. Um. The the one exception that is is worth noting, and it's I'm not gonna shit on him as much as everybody else did, because I'm sure he's been shit on enough already. Um, I think Yonge was not a good casting for this. Yeah. Um. Also, because I found out that he's kind of a shithead, yeah. or he used to be kind of yeah, a shithead. Yeah. Um, like I, it seems kind of like he's more of like a, I do whatever gets me clicks kind of guy. Yeah. But yeah, he kind of like threw his weight with some gamer gator people, and I'm like, ooh, yikes. Um. I mean, I would I would say like regardless of who they got for that role, like it's kind of it was, a, it, a lose it's a hard situation. role to live up. Yeah. It's very hard to live up to that um because like japanese kiryu is so good it's such an iconic iconic. yeah yeah i just think it was a miscast because he just sounds like he's (laughs) yeah and he doesn't sound old enough yeah like you can be a dude in your 30s or whatever and you can sound older than you are um but he just didn't sound sound like this oh my god (laughs) Hey, it's me, Kazuma Kiryu. Kiryu is worse for you like that? <laughs> um, 
I, I just think it was a miscast. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that he necessarily did like a bad job at it. It's just just not a good they, fit. It's not a good fit. Um, so like it wasn't, it wasn't like the worst thing I've ever heard, and I was fine with it, and it wasn't like enough to make me switch over. Um, but the whole time I was like, man, it would be neat if this had like a some kind of mod where you could uh. You can have everybody else in English and have him in Japanese. I'm sure that's possible if you played the PC version, most likely. Well, I'm not going to play the PC version. Right, but, but I'm saying, like, that's that's definitely a possibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's that that's one thing that I was like, that, that would be fine. Um, but yeah, he, he's the one that I was like, mm. everybody else did such a bang-up job. So, there's that. Yeah. Also, I mentioned it's like a little bit earlier. They let Junki Han sing this time. They didn't let him sing in the last one. I mean, they let a couple people sing in this one that didn't let in the last one. Who else did they let sing that didn't let sing? So when he gets a song in this game that she didn't get in the other game. Well, yeah, but she, she... She wasn't like a playable character. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. He was a playable character, and he didn't get one. And so he got one this time. I was like, "Yay, good for you, buddy! I'm so proud of you." Um, I was kind of bummed this time. Zawa didn't get one though. Yeah, that's weird. I thought I thought he had one in the demo we played, but I don't remember. Maybe I was wrong. Yeah, I don't think he does, and it's weird because he's a vocalist for a band. Maybe it's another weird rights issue. That's what I'm assuming because, you know, there's the whole, like, you know, judgment thing mm-hmm. where he's also very much known as a singer. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, he, he did not get one. I was like, oh, bummer. That's the only thing I would I would expect to be the reason why he wouldn't be able to. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Which is weird, but, you know. Yeah, but, like, also Japanese voice acting is... is it has so many different like rules yeah, and regulations yeah, yeah. It's, and stuff. It's a it's a mess. <laughs> and like you have to pay for different things. Like if you want somebody to sing, you have to pay for something separate and you wanna have it just like global distribution or whatever, you have to pay something separate for that. And it's like, okay, you know. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I mean I guess it's, it's um, it makes it even more surprising that Andrew gets a, a song in this. I was very surprised by that, honestly, but I'm very happy because it's really good. Yeah. It is a very, very good song, even if it's distracting. <laughs> uh, uh, I guess one one more thing before we dive into more uh, spoilerly stuff. Uh, I thought Hawaii was a fun location. Um, it was fun. You know, it's not fun. Sharks. Sharks are not fun. Uh, seg- segways are fun. I love the segways. It's real, it's real I fun. was on the segways so much. Um. I kept running into stuff though in the sideways sometimes. That like, sounds oh, no. like something you would do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I very much enjoyed just segueing around a lot, and I loved walking and saying hi to people too. That yeah, was that was fun. Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. Hey. Hey. <laughs> it was fun. It's real good. 
just getting to know people in Hawaii. But yeah, yeah, Hawaii was a fun location. I enjoyed it. It was a big map. I was kind of surprised about how big it was. I can't wait to come back to it when the next Judgment game comes out. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Like somehow they're going to throw us in it, which, you know, there's, there's, there's some references to Judgment in here, but I won't spoil anything. But I can't wait to be in, in Hawaii for whatever <laughs> reason in the next judgment. That'd be really good and fun. And I mean, watching you play it because I won't be able to play it. Yeah. But yeah. Let's talk about spoilers. So this is your spoiler warning. Get out of here. If you Leave if you don't want to be spoiled. If you don't want to be spoiled, get out of here. But come back after you've played it. Non-spoiler, get out. Get out. Oh, boy. There's a, there's a lot to talk about this game. This game is very long. We're not going to hit all the beats because we would be here for... Nope. Ever. Forever. And I don't think you want to be here forever. You have work tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You would be very asleep. <laughs> very asleep. You know, I, it, it's almost 8 o'clock and I'm almost very asleep. That's so. true. Uh, um, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be here forever. I don't think going into this game, I was expecting this game to have such a uh, critique on influencers. Ah, yeah. And American culture. <laughs> yeah. This game hates influencers. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, holy s***. I mean, yeah. to be fair, it's like, it's influencers in the way of, like, people who are trying to be kind of like citizen journalists. Right. And who just want to get, like headlines out there clickbaity type stuff and don't really want to go through the, mo the notion of like doing actual research doing actual journalism to like you know get sources get facts and all that stuff it's just like it's a lot of sensationalism that these people are putting out there and that's kind of what this game is really critiquing in a way mm -hmm. and yeah I just was not expecting that to be a major case of this video game no I wasn't either um like oh hey um or just like you know, a critique of blind consumption of media, mm -hmm. um, which like, hey, you know, we talk about it a lot. You know, you can still like stuff and, and be critical of it. But um, like there's the whole thing about like how people just consume whatever they want, but then they don't actually like pay any attention to the consequences of it or why it matters. Um, if there are any contradictions, because like, there's a hell of a contradiction at one point with like how the influencer situation works. And they're just like, yeah, because people just want whatever's popular right now and they don't care because they just listen to what this person says mm -hmm. and that's it. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, oh, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Wowza. Intense. Yeah, it's, it was it was a lot. Um, mm -hmm. And then you get like this, these interesting critiques of American culture of like, cops being you know <laughs> very shady and everything uh, Ooh, the ease the ease of people getting into cults obviously cults exist everywhere but mm. um you know there's something about american cults obviously but <laughs> but this is obviously a much more like it's a religious cult and everything so mm -hmm. that you know certainly is something that you could easily find in america for sure 
Uh, it will never not be funny when you fight a cop and uh, there's a boss fight where you fight a cop in this game and he has an, a, a skill called Thin Blue Line. Yep. It's never not funny. <laughs> never not funny. Damn. Oh, man. Man, that cop had a bad time, though. He sure did. He had a bad day. He had a, he had a bad day. <laughs> um... I, I also have to mention, this is not related to anything plot-wise, but the fact that they had, his name's Richardson, right? Andre Richardson. The, bar, the, the bartender. The rough man. from So this is the guy from Yakuza 3. He looks a lot like Albert Wesker. He speaks yes. English. He's basically just a hitman you fight at the end of the game. And then he falls off a roof, or excuse me, a rough. Yeah. A rough. Because Daigo's on the rough. Yeah, then he shows up here as the bartender for Revolve. Um, and in the English dub, says rough That's specifically very twice. Good. <laughs> um, very like, good. You know, in the whole sequence where he's like explaining, oh, you know, I, I fell off the rough once. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like he, I think it's like very, very, very early on when you're in the bar and he's like, yeah, you can go to the roof. I was like, I see you. I was I was surprised how like goofy they made his character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, like there wasn't a whole lot to work with from the previous game, but like he had like what ten lines. Yeah, he's just a dude. But then <laughs> in this, there's like, yeah, he's just this weird bartender. He's just a weird guy. Yep. <laughs> Which is good. Uh, I mean, obviously, yeah. they do a lot with like characters like that. Like uh, Sonhee, we get to interact with a lot more, and she's just a f- weirdo. She's so weird, and also she gives us more, like, backstory on Juhi Han, and, or, like, this version of Juhi Han, and mm-hmm. he's also just a weirdo. Like, we knew he was weird, but he's just, like, an absolute gremlin of a man. They're both just weirdos, and it's very good. <laughs> and I love that they, like, play off of each other and, and I guess, bond over their weirdness. Yeah. Um... <laughs> so good because like I, I very much get the vibe and correct me if i'm wrong but like i very very much got the vibe that despite the fact that he's like her subordinate they feel like best friends yeah like that's the vibe i got that they they were they're so bros and she was like oh man you know that that's that little scamp Junie hon <laughs> it's like oh my god all the while she's trying not to like fangirl in front of kiryu right right her and her and Jason would get along very well. They would get along so well. <laughs> They'd be like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Look at him! Think we can get some karaoke with him? Come on!" So yeah, it's some interesting stuff there. I also like, you know, like we get. So I was also not expecting, even though like they kind of shown this and everything, but like I was not expecting this game to be like a Deuteragonist situation where. You play as both right. Ichiban and Kiryu, and like the split. the The cover of the game is very much showing. Here is the split. Here is the party members you have for this character. Here is the party members you have for this character. I had no idea until and, I got to that part, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, of course, this makes sense now." Um, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Like Kiryu's group of people is like just it's just Ichiban's pals, but he, they hang around with Kiryu. But like it's it all works because like it's just a bunch of different personalities that play off Kiryu. And Kiryu's mm-hmm. just, you know, the very stoic personality and everything, so, like, he can kind of bounce off of whatever. But it all managed to to work out and everything, and they have to teach Kiryu the value of friendship. 
basically yeah i mean like that's that's kind of a plot point is like we have to teach kiryu the power of friendship um also kiryu as a wingman is brilliant it's really good it's so good he's like i got you ichiban like, don't worry he he was doing his best man he's like all right ichi you 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 really this up like i i understand you were trying very hard to... speaking of ichi i think ichiban just fell out the window <laughs> Um, God. hope he's okay. Hope he's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ichiban, like, royally f***ed it up. And he had the best intentions. He really did. He just was terrible at explaining how he felt and why he felt that way and just worked it up. Um, but Kiryu's like, all right, all right, buddy, I got you. I can, I can help you with this. I'll put in some good words for you. Put in some good words. Um, although it's like, at one point, Kiryu was talking about how he proposed to somebody. I was trying to figure out, like, who the hell did he actually propose to? I mean, bought that ring for Yumi. But he didn't propose to her. I don't like, know. he never actually said that he loved her to her. Question mark, question mark, question mark. But he said that, like, that's what he said. It was like, huh, who did you propose to, my guy? Hmm, mystery. True mystery. Um, but yeah, the the wingman Kiryu was really good. It's really good. Uh, playing as Kiryu in this game is also really fun because he's just very powerful, and then you can also just like break out and just play as the as the original games Kiryu and just like make him into a brawler, and that's really fun and goofy. Oh my god! And then that one boss fight with him. Oh man, did it. F uh, of course, you're talking about the Chapter 12 boss fight. Yes. Uh, so the context of this, of course, there's Kiryu's got to go. Uh, he's got to go talk to his pals, and by pals, I mean the boys. He's got to go find Do Daigo, Majima, and Saijima because you know things mm -hmm. are happening in the story, and he needs their help. Uh, and they've basically kind of gone off the radar since you know their security company went under and everything. So they're they're all just like in the middle of nowhere. Being fishermen, and you, you imagine was just sleeping in the living room he's just for some reason. In the living room, and you, you open the door, and he's like, "God, can a guy sleep in peace? It's cold." And he just looks up. He looks up. He's like, "Oh, hey, what's up? You're old. Oh, hey. You're looking old. <laughs> You're looking rough, buddy. You're rough." He's like, "Oh, yes, hello, Machima. Machima, he's son, of course, hello." So yeah, you get to see the boys, and they get to all have a little chit chat. It'd be sad. It's real sad boy hours for the boys. Big time sad boy hours. Oh my god. And then Kiryu basically just like, it's like, wow, I can't believe you guys are just like so pathetic nowadays. I'm out of here. <laughs> you losers. I don't See even want to talk to you anymore. And Majima's just like, you f***ing what? <laughs> Excuse me? Although Majima being like, hey, bud, let's drink. And then uh, I think it was Daigo. It's like, don't do not do that right now. Like, you know his condition. <laughs> I'm going to go I'm gonna go to the hospital real quick. And I think Saishima's like, bro, come on. Majima, Majima at one point, though, is like, even more of a reason for us to drink then. Like, yeah. come on. But yeah, oh Kiryu just goads these three into a fight with him and his pals now. And then there's a great moment in this fight where like. The power of friendship. Obviously, the power of friendship happens, but like once you get them low enough, you break out mm -hmm. and then you just fight them like it's like the previous Shaka's of games. 
it just turns to a brawler and there's like these scenes of like images like memories of the past with you and this character circling mm. around you as you fight them and it's so good it's so cool and like right before they do like a move where it like shows the like back tattoo that mm -hmm. they have it's like oh this this rules this is such a cool fight it was incredible it was so good got to see daigo's puffy jacket again yeah they should have given Daigo a puppy jacket since he was a fisherman. They really should have. They should have. Instead, he got like a semi-mullet. And just a regular jacket. Just a regular jacket. Um, side note. Majima at this point is like damn near 60 years old, if not over 60 at this point, right? Yes, yeah, probably. Him and Kiryu are like around the same age. This is like the hottest he's looked since zero. <laughs> Just disheveled. And the bad thing, the bad thing is he's like a hobo. Disheveled and man. I'm, and I'm like, why do I find hobo Majima so attractive? What is wrong with me? It's this facial hair, of course. Well, I mean, he always has facial hair. Well, it's even more because like he's just not caring for it. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm kind of sad they didn't let him grow his hair. I out, think though. they should have let him grow his hair out. He still had the weird bowl who is, cut thing. Who is cutting his hair into the bowl cut here? Is it Daigo or is it Saijima? <laughs> it's got to be Saijima. I mean, Saijima is at least growing his hair out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let, let Majima have hair. Daigo's got facial hair. Yeah, he does. Uh, They're just going through it, man. They're real sad. Sad boy hours for real sure. Sad boy hours. But yeah, Kiryu's like, you scrubs, you babies, you children, you losers. Oh, that fight I'm out of here. With his cool peacoat. Oh, his peacoat was so good. And then also, like, there's, so good. we didn't get that as a costume. We didn't get him in his bucket hat as a costume. I wanted the bucket hat oh, so bad. Very disappointing. But, yeah, his peacoat, peacoat was very good. Mm -hmm. Very good look for him. Very good look. That was such a good look. Mm -hmm. uh, I Also, I think, like, the, the bulk of the Kiryu stuff is interesting because, like, the, the bucket list stuff is just, um, I mean, obviously, the, the bulk of the story is that Kiryu's dying. He's got cancer. He refuses to go get treatment because he's like, well, the Daidoji looked into it and it's not good, so why bother? Who cares? And yeah. everyone's just being like, what do you mean, why? who cares? Like, you gotta live your life, dude. People care about you. They didn't want you to just die. Bruh. Bruh. Uh, so, like, Nanba and the gang make him make this bucket list of, like, oh, go do things you want to do and everything. So, like, that becomes kind of, like, Kiryu's main hook of, like, his gameplay mechanic and all that sort of stuff. And you go around to places, you have little sub-stories here and there where you talk to people and you meet old old familiar faces and everything. But a lot of it is kind of like, let me reminisce about this thing and then I'll tie it into this other game that I was in. Um, yeah. And I was really surprised how they, they really encompassed the entirety of the games. like The Curious Saga, yeah. yeah like most of it obviously is stuff from 0, 1, 2, and 6. Uh, mm -hmm. But then you get stuff like, oh, remember Rikia from 3? He's got that snake tattoo and everything. Here's the orphanage from 3. Remember when I was a wrestler in 3? Uh, remember the cop from four? Yeah, well, no, he kind of sucked, but hey, he's here. He remember him? He's he was a thing. Uh, remember our baseball friend from five? He was he was a mm -hmm. dude. He was a dude. Was remember a dude? our taxi driver friend? God, I did not expect him to bring the taxi man from five back as I didn't an actual either. character. You get to meet up with because there's a, also a, a part of this where Date returns and you get to hang off Date a lot. He's like, I'm gonna go find some friends of yours and we're gonna have you. Be in the same room as them, essentially, and hear them. So 
you can like have one last hurrah with them kind of right which i mean like his motive obviously is to convince kiryu to actually like do keep the living treatment. yeah yeah but yeah they bring back the the the, the the owner of the taxi stand in five, which is wild. I really, mm -hmm. that, I, I really like the taxi stuff in five. It's really good. And then like that taxi minigame is very good as well. But yeah, I was not expecting that. Um, they brought back two of the boys from six. Mm -hmm. I was, I was very disappointed. It wasn't the, the main dude. Cause I liked him, but I'm guessing it's probably yeah. just like a licensing issue type deal. I figured that too. Um, Although they did show him in a flashback. They did. Yeah. They also showed the other dude in the flashback. The mm -hmm. one who uh, is with Haruka. Right. Um, you got to see the Stardust boys again. Oh, man. I was so jazzed to see the Stardust boys again. They're older now. Again. They are, but they're still just the same. They got fangirls still. But yeah, they're still just the boys. The boys. This is real good. Uh, the, 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 the doctor from Kamurocho. I was like, I completely forgot you were a character, but like you were a thing in yep. the early games. Wow. Yep. Yep, this is I'm surprised thing. it didn't bring that up to Flores at all. Yeah, I wonder. Um, but again, that may have been like, a, wasn't he like a wrestler character? He was, but I don't think like his design was based off of... It, it wasn't like a likeness character. Right. I don't, I need to see if he's actually still alive. That's That could also oh, be a thing. That might be part of it, yeah. Ooh, I didn't think about that. Because I don't know if he is or not. Um... But yeah, you see the that doctor guy was interesting. Um, mm -hmm. Lao Kalong, girl. The Onimichio girl, girl was so good. It was so good. Oh, I was that that was a very emotional one for me because I was like, because like they were talking and like uh, like oh blah 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 here's this girl and everything and blah 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 oh yeah you know I love Onimichio. I was like, is this the f girl who was like sick and you had to go cheer her up to go get surgery and it turns out it is. It is, and so like you're in, you're basically doing like the opposite thing here. Of like, we're trying to get Kiryu to actually go get treatment, and Kiryu did that for her to make her like be okay, and she's fine now, and she's like trying to be a doctor. That's I was I was like, was man, good. that was really good. And the pocket fighter. Oh, pocket fighter comes back. It's really good. He's, a, he's, he's the president now. He's like, Kiryu called me my friend. His friend. Uh, I I was very happy that we got the gals from Zero and Two, the, the Cabaret Club girls back. Yes, yes. That was very good. Uh, also, this, this also good. brings up a point that they do not know how to age up women in this game at all. No, they absolutely do not. <laughs> They're just, they just look the exact same. The exact same. But yeah, Yuki and Koyuki show up again. Yuki's got her own restaurant that's failing. Yuki's trying to bring Forshine to Kaburocho. We got to bring them back together to do the yep. opening. Uh, Saigo shows up and she's like, "Oh my god, I read your book, Yuki. It was amazing. I, it's it's it helped me so much." And Yuki's like, "Huh? Yeah, cool." And Kiryu's like, "You wrote a book? You wrote a book?" <laughs> also, they have the the Kiryu statue in the Forshine. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and they do the pose together. Oh, it's so they good. Do. It's so good. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, basically like women are either like in their 20s or they're ancient. There's no in between. Yeah. <laughs> um same situation with Kaoru. I was surprised they brought her back. Same. 
Again, she looks the exact same. But then she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, just hoping Kiryu comes back at some point. Like, girl, you went, you literally left him in three and then immediately started dating an American cop. Like, bro, what an are you American talking cop. about? Well, and she even says, like, oh, you know, I've, I've been loyal. I'm like, mm, I don't know girl, mm, well, how about, how's that American cop, man? How How's he doing? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, her saying she was loyal was like off. Uh, Akiyama shows up again, which is very nice. Yes, my boy. It's really good. I'm glad he got he got to come back and have some closure because he was very he was very sad in six when at the end of that game when Dante would not tell him what was happening. Yeah, and he's like, "Did you think I was dumb? I knew what." Tell me the truth. I'm gonna punch you now. <laughs> I'm gonna fight y'all. Good for him. Do honestly. my cool kicks. Haruka got oh, a haircut. I was kind of sad that Hana was not brought. I. Up, they should have brought her back as well. That would have been very good. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Oh, followed a woman." I was like, "What about Hana?" <laughs> yeah, Haruka got a haircut. She just looks Haruka like her man. Haruto's big now, even though he's probably like eight. But I guess you know he's eight. Hark is short. She probably he's probably about you know he's gonna get there in, at some point. But yeah, she's got her hair cut and everything. She does look like her ma'am. Look like Yumi. They really teased us with the uh, the Haruka Kiryu. Uh, oh, they did stuff there. Real rude. Big time. So that I I I really enjoyed all that stuff with Kiryu because it was a very good just like way to like because you don't know if by the end of the, if they're going to like actually kill him off or. Right. do what with him but like it was definitely a good way because I think either regardless of what happened to him at the end of the game it's a good like here's just let's just give this character a lot of good reminiscing memories and like this is a way to give him the, that right off into the sunset that he deserves yeah Um. also another like I guess cute moment with these was um when uh oh shoot his 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 kid from the firefighter kid Taichi he catches the the fist. Yeah, just like hear you. Just like hear you. It's like oh, and like, look at him go. And like he like after that he's just like man, these kids are really good. And they're like and Dante's like yeah, they all just like look up to you. Like they all like you know they they look to you in times of like hardship and everything. And like when he's gonna go meet Haruka and he doesn't like she's like yeah, I w if he was back, I don't know if I would want to meet him because I don't know if I'm ready for that. I don't know if I can. If I'm, if we're at that point like, yet, we're I don't, like, I don't want to be a disappointment. I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to have to like constantly rely on him, essentially type deal. And he's like, "Kid, you're you're much stronger than I am now." Yep. Which is real good. Um, there's also the good uh, conversation he has with Kashiwagi. Yes. Oh my god. I got a little misty eyed on that part. Mm -hmm. I was very excited when like they were like, "Oh, we're gonna go to survive and everything." I was like, oh, "We're gonna see Kashiwagi." Mm -hmm. And they have the moment of like, oh, we know each other, but we can't say we know each other. And I was like, ah, ooh, mm -hmm. I'm happy, but I'm not. <laughs> yep. Yep. It hurt. And like, here you basically was like, yeah, you you remind me of my brother. And like, does the like full bow and everything. It was like, wow. Um, And then like, there's a little, little story later of him being like, you know, once you obtain your name again, you can come back and I'll, I'll, I'll give you a drink. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh. <laughs> it's really good. Very good. But yeah, I I really enjoyed the the Kiryu stuff of the story. I think they really did a good job. I liked 
you know, like he said, like we said, he his interactions with like Namba, Sonhi, Psycho, and Chow. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting cast of characters, but they really work well with him and everything, and like help give him like you know the the eventual push he needs and all that sort of stuff. But right, all that stuff was really good, really fun. Um, I was kind of surprised that the Daidoji stuff was kind of like downplayed in this as much as it was. Yeah, and I mean that may have been because like Gaiden was actually made like during slash after yeah um like the daidoji kind of felt like they were an afterthought yeah and just not as powerful as like they've been made out to be yeah um like hanawa going out the way he did was interesting yeah i was like whoa and you don't really get to you don't get to find the mystery behind him at all he's just Mm -mm. dead He's just dead. And there's like there's this a very wild. interesting dichotomy between like the way they act and like the the bucket list story, and then by the end of the game, mm-hmm. how they act. Yeah. Which I get. Yeah, it's it's very weird because they don't really like explain what really happens because like they're obviously like yeah hey you know you've been causing a ruckus and, like everyone kind of knows you're alive again but also like you know hey you're doing a good job and we're gonna help you finish this mission you're on. Right. And then, obviously, by the end of the game, you find out they give him his name back. So, like, I guess he's done with them. And I wonder if part of that has to do with, like, the, the VTuber exposure Yeah, thing, that, but... but they never really explain, like... But they never explain it. How we get from A to B there. It's just like, hey, he's got his name back, so I guess he's done with them? Question mark? Yeah, I mean, like, especially after that last story with Date, it was like, um... How are they going to free him from this? I mean, I guess it it, it may also be a thing of, like, they talk about, like, Hanawa's, like, last, like, report and how he, he, like, gives them, like, such a glowing thoughts and opinions Mm -hmm. about them and everything that they realize kind of, like, you know, hey, these guys are very good at their job. They know what they're doing and everything. But also, like, Kiryu's old and dying. Maybe this is, we'll, we'll do, if he can complete this last mission, that's, we'll, we'll free our contract from him, essentially. And yeah. he does he does the job clearly, so he does. But it was a little kind of just like out of the blue and like not really explained well. But hey, I will take it at the end of the day because he's Kiryu again, and he gets to hang out with all his friends. He gets to hang out with Haruka and everything, and it's real nice. And Haruto. And I did like how the uh, the the trophy title for that ending is like the man who regained his name, playing off of I, Dr- uh, Gaiden. I- Cried, I cried it's really when that good. popped. I cried when that popped. I mean, you were there. You heard mm-hmm. me. Although I still don't, <laughs> him going back to his original look, but with the gray hair, just very weird looking. That didn't work for me. <laughs> it's very odd. It it didn't work for me with him in the in the white suit and the pushback hair and everything. I was like, Mm-mm. although him in the suit was good. Just, in the white suit? Well, in like the original suit, like his his OG look. But like in the Yeah, if he had if he had just worn the suit, I would have been fine. But like the, the hair, hair is the, the hair is the thing that like, really like messes with me. I was like, mm, you're not pulling that look off, man. But yeah, he um, he, uh, he he gets treatment and everything. He's gonna he's gonna keep fighting because that's what he yeah, does. Like by the end, but he does. Like, but like he's probably taking chemo and stuff, so like he's not doing no, great. Just, but 
I've, I've, I've seen all that in action. I yeah. know how it goes. Like, that's, that's normal. But he does, you know, he ends it by saying who he is and... And there is, yeah, his it, name's there. It really, this is like, this is the, the send off they really, sh- the character deserve. Like, yeah. Not how it ended up in six and everything, not how it ended in Gaiden and everything, but like, or even in seven, but like, this is the, the send off this character truly, truly deserved. Also, Haratu calls him Grandpa. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Grandpa. It's true. You are Grandpa. You are Grandpa. <laughs> Your grandpa. <laughs> it's very happy for him. I I was. Um speaking of people I was happy for. Um this is gonna sound really weird. But but bear with me. Um Ichiban goes through it. <laughs> um and there are some things on Ichiban's si- Ichiban's side of the sword. Not you. Not you. Um on Ichiban's <laughs> side. You, um, Ichiban side of the story that like I think could have been done better, but um, one of the things that I thought was done so well, and I think based on what I've seen on the internet, a lot of people had kind of missed the point, um, which sucks because like it made sense to me, um, is that he has since seven felt like he he like didn't do everything he could for um Rio Aoki, is that his name? Yeah. His his brother. His brother. His brother. Um and so he's he's still mourning that. He's still feeling sad about that. And, you know, the clo- he didn't really get closer with that situation because he got shanked in front of him. It was died. ripped apart ripped away from him in a Yeah. Gratuitous fashion. Yeah, and so the whole thing there was that he was telling him, like, hey, you know, you did some bad things, but, like, you can repent. Like, let's go turn yourself in, and it'll be all right. And then he gets ripped away from him. Um. So the end of this game with AG, mm-hmm. where he, like, literally takes him there to turn himself in and, like, doesn't actually give up on it until he sees him go in there. Like to the point where he's like getting beat up and getting thrown at him and all that. Like he, we know that he sees a little bit of um, Aoki in in Eiji, even though like that was purposeful on Eiji's part. It was a a, a thing that he was using to manipulate Ichiban. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know that it, he sees some of that in there, and so like this was his 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 chance at self-redemption there to make sure like this guy did something wrong i want to be there for him and i'm going to make sure he actually gets there this time yeah no matter what it takes if <laughs> getting beaned with a bottle by the end of it um but i think a lot of people miss that for some reason cuz like i i was seeing like reactions to it with people being like really mad about it and saying like how he's like so naive and it doesn't make any sense i was like no it makes perfect sense like he didn't get to go with his brother who was killed in front of him he was going to make damn sure that this dude was not going to get killed no matter what it took and also like and like he, one he of, doesn't find people irredeemable yeah one of the major themes of this game is like letting people 
pay for their crimes, but also have atonement. That, have that chance of redemption and atonement. Essentially, like it it's it's with Eiji, it's with Ebina, you know, it's on both sides there. Chitose, Chitose, like there's a lot of that in this game. Like that's a very central theme of this video game, <laughs> right? So, um, the shark, ah, the shark, the giant squid. Sharks are irredeemable. <laughs> Thank you for getting me through that, by the way. Hey, got you. <laughs> both, both of the shark battles. Um, but yeah, I, I felt like that was a really like good moment for Ichiban to 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 have some of that closure there. Yeah, of course. Um, and you know uh, i've seen people say like oh well they they butchered him because like he he just trusts everybody blindly it's like no that's that's not what's happening here like he does forgive very easily that is true 100 percent. but he also believes in like letting people get a second chance in life like obviously obviously if he didn't he wouldn't have been doing the job he was doing at the very beginning of the game right right like that's the whole point here is that he believes in second chances and he believes in like giving people a shot at at doing what he feels like is like the right thing um like he doesn't find people forever irredeemable mm -hmm. and i mean like it's admirable is is it naive at times yeah it totally is but like i don't think that that's a bad character trait on his part and i don't think it's some kind of character assassination or something different than how he was in seven because he would have done the same damn thing in seven mm -hmm. um he literally does <laughs> he literally does like, that's who he is. And, like, he's still very protective of the people he cares about. That's not different. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think the, the one thing about Ichiban's side of the story that I, I think falls a little bit flat is, is the whole, like, Bryce thing. In, in what um, manner? Because, like... Well, for one, I'm salty that we didn't get any kind of real, like, resolution with his mom's situation. Like, after the fight with Bryce, his mom just disappears. Lonnie disappears. None of that matters. No, they, I mean, they go like, back to they go back to Hawaii. They're going to run that place. Well, I know. But, like, we we get the scene at the beach with him, and that's, like, really all we get with him. But I mean, I, like, I, think, I, I think, though, it, like, it's still a very awkward situation of, like, these people have not never seen each other in, in like, it. It's been 40 no, plus that's years true. so like that's true i don't think you're going to make this kind of relationship overnight it's going to take time and everything and like it's going to take you know effort on both parts but also like they have very different things that they are doing in their lives so like it's not just necessarily going to be like oh we're a mother-son relationship now type deal so no and i mean he did the thing that he meant to do which was come and give yeah. the ashes over that's that's what he wanted to do that he did that um I think it's going to be a thing and, of like you know they'll they'll keep in touch and everything and like they'll do that sort of deal but like it's going to be a very awkward kind of weird relationship for a while probably but like they will support each other in their various means and whatever they're doing. Well, and it's mentioned several times like if she is actually your mom, which like it's it's ninety nine percent certain that that is his mother. Yeah. Um, but like they do clarify a few times like if she is and like. I, I get that. I get that. Like, I don't know. Do a DNA test. It's like, no, um, no DNA test. No DNA test. Um, I, I hope that, you know, 
her and Lonnie don't make a horrible cult situation. I would assume they probably aren't, but you know. <laughs> you know. Um I I I think my my complaint with Bryce is just that like he didn't feel as like What's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say threatening because like having a bunch of nuclear waste improperly stored in the middle of the ocean is is pretty threatening in a in a in a very terrible way. Um, you know, no wonder there's a giant f mutant shark. You got nuclear waste <laughs> chilling in the water. I mean, he's not necessarily threatening the way that like he's not a dude who runs a yakuza. He's not a dude no, who no. runs like that, but like he's a big slime ball who's like Mm -hmm. has become so enamored with himself and thinks of himself as a god and that type of stuff like again it's a it's a it's definitely a critique of like stuff that happens in american culture type deal i think and like yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's a different kind of villain but like I, I still thought he was like a decent villain like because like he's just such a slime ball and he keeps getting away with that you know he shouldn't be able to get away with but like you know he's a charismatic leader of a cult so of course he's able to like skis skeeve his way out of these situations and everything and it literally doesn't take until you like have to beat it out of him and like make it so he doesn't kill himself that he's able to finally mm -hmm. see justice and everything like you literally have to turn the tables on him in such a way that like it makes things realistic for him that he's going that he's lost essentially yeah i i, I did appreciate that when Ichiban like grabs him and is making sure that he doesn't fall in, at least in the English version, he's like, I am not going to have to clean this stuff up and look at your like nasty rotting yeah, corpse yeah, out yeah. in the water. Like, I'm not good. doing that. So you're coming up whether you like it or not. Um, it's like, uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I, I, I could see that. I think I just want him to hit harder. I don't know. I not mean, literally. Fair. Cause, um, <laughs> Because he definitely threw a lot of boys at you. More boys are coming. More boys are coming. Um, also, Wong To just died really easily. <laughs> he sure did. My God, that man died really easily. To be easily. fair, I mean, he had already gotten shot and everything, so like... Oh, I know, I know. He, he wasn't just... doing well, but then he just gets shot again, and it's like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, but Rip I wonder what happened to his, his kid by the end. Well, yeah, I guess they got him out, but then they just never mentioned him again. Yeah, like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I, I think that a lot of the, the like, redemption side of Ichiban stuff is done really, really well. And, I mean, he he basically has a whole crew of people who are... are like they they've done some kind of thing that they needed redemption from like mm -hmm. Chitose kind of us over a little bit. Tomizawa tried to times. rob us and ate a piece of paper in front of us and tried to shoot us. Tried to shoot us. Never forget he ate that piece of paper. Never forget. That man out that piece of paper at some point with the address on it and you know he just has to live with that. Um the eating the paper that was wild. Um, I mean, Adachi, you know, he had his, his soul stuff last time. Um, Juhi Han just was sad that he didn't get to hang out with Kiryu and everybody. So he's like, you know what? I'm just going to fly to Hawaii without <laughs> Well, if you guys are going to have this fun, I'm going to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
funny. Not that that's in need of redemption or anything, but like, it was really good. It's really good. <laughs> um, but but yeah, like your main crew, like, and, and even um, what's his face? Um, Creeper, Creeper Man, Yamai, Cold. Yamai are like the low key best character, best new character in this game. Yamai was so good. So good. Why did I like Yamai so much? Oh man, like it's so interesting because like he, you beat him and he's just like, oh, this is just gonna be another Yakuza dude. He's he's a little weird because like he just bundles up in layers in Hawaii and all of all in things. Hawaii. And he's like cold, but then like you get like all this backstory on him, and then like you learn kind of like each Ichiban really starts to relate to him. He's like, yeah, you know, what I you and me we're kind of the same, and he's like, no, 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 and then no, we're not. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And just like Ichiban does an Ichiban on yep. him and worms his way into Yamai's heart, and mm -hmm. Yamai's like, oh, "Guess we're friends now. Guess I'm gonna help you get to Japan now. Guess I'm not gonna kill this old lady in front of y'all because <laughs> she's just sad and doesn't remember anything. Alzheimer's. Because I got taken advantage of because I was a little green kid in the Yakuza." Oh man. But yeah, he was he was such a good character. So good, man. I was like I said, I I think both of us were were thinking when he first showed up like, ah, this guy whatever, he's just a weirdo." But then like by the end of it like, "Oh my god, this guy's amazing. Never would have expected this guy." Him giving that lady his coat and then walking out and and like basically being like, "Oh, I'm not cold anymore." I was like, "Oh." Mhm. Mm this is so good. Also, like like I said earlier, when like the dude who plays him, you know, he voices Dio and everything. He does such an amazing job voicing Yamai. Like he he makes Yamai sound so creepy. It's just it's so good. <laughs> it fits the character so well. I I really liked Yamai. Yeah. Um, I did think it was weird that they left Kiryu in the middle of the burning forest at one point. Um, cause they could have just opened the car door and brought him in, yeah, but, but they didn't. stubborn. He's like, I'll be fine. And then Yabai is just another guy who just, you know, is a, he's a Kiryu fan. He's a Kiryu fan. And he like, you know, gets a doctor and takes care of him and everything. He, he doesn't like, I, I do appreciate that one boss fight where like all he does is attack Kiryu. He will not mm -hmm. focus on anybody else. It's, it's like, um, like in Final Fantasy seven where, um, Rude refuses to actually hit Tifa. Yeah. Because he has a crush on Tifa. Like, this is the opposite of that, where Yamai's like, I'm going to only hit Kiryu because I have a crush on Kiryu. Yeah, like, the whole thing is, like, Yamai just really wants to fight Kiryu because, like, he... Obviously, you know, he's a Yakuza from Japan and from Kamurocho mm -hmm. and everything. Like, everyone knows Kiryu. They know the legend of him. They, like, everyone has this reverence for him. So, like, he finally gets to, like, put his skills up to the test. And, like, Kiryu in this state is not Kiryu. And he's kind of no. disappointed in that. But at the same time, he's like, this guy, like, I respect this guy way too much to let him just die in the middle of a forest and, like, of whatever's wrong with him. Like, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to take him, but we're going to fix him up. We're going to try and make him okay and just keep him alive. And when those other chuckleheads come, well, uh, they can have him, whatever. Yeah. And, like, that be, that, be, that begins the uh, the alliance between him and Ichiban. <laughs> it's so good. Rao, indeed. Rao, indeed. Um, There was one other thing I wanted to mention. What was it? Was it about Yamai? 
Oh, no, I wanted to talk about Curious Cancer for a second. Yes. And the they, nuclear waste story was weird. It was weird. I get why they did it, though, because they wanted to tie it into the whole... Tie it in, yep. The stuff at, by the end of the game where, like, you know, Palihana and Ebina are trying to offshore nuclear waste storage, all that sort of stuff. But at the same I time... it's going to happen to many people. Yeah, but also, like, you could have just said, he smokes. <laughs> A lot. And that's how he got it. But I get why they were like, we want to tie this into this type of deal. At first, it makes zero sense. <laughs> Zero sense. But by the end of it, it's like, I guess. But also, like, you could have probably done this a little bit better. But, you know. Yeah. I understand um, why it, you did it. It was wild. It was really wild. Yeah. Um. I also do want to give credit. If we're talking about, like, people who did a good job with the voice acting. Alex Lee. Holy shit, dude. Um, Alex Lee as AG is incredible does Asia in english say bon voyage to ichiban a lot no he says um he says a phrase in hawaiian to it oh lot. interesting because in japanese the, the the phrase is bon voyage and Ichiban's like bon voy what <laughs> um i think it's like a ho or something like that ah interesting it's like specifically a Hawaiian. Phrase. I didn't know if they would have they would have kept that or not between the two dubs, but yeah. Um. But yeah, he 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 is so good with like the two versions of AG, basically. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, Alex Lee is a really good voice actor. Like, yeah, you and you and I both know that. Um, and we're playing Persona Three right now, where he plays multiple characters, and it's just like Jesus Christ, dude, your range is wild. Um. But he he knocked it out of the damn park as AG. Um, and I wasn't sure what to expect um, because all he's been doing about this character on Twitter is memeing about it. <laughs> that sounds about is, right. It's very Alex Lee. Um, but like he he did an incredible job. Like that whole scene with the the like wheelchair and the bomb. Mm hmm. Like, I was legitimately like creeped out by the way that he was acting in that. It was it was intense. Yeah, good job, Alex Lee. I had a dream about him the other day. <laughs> Great. Yeah, it's like hanging out with Alex Lee. I was like, sure, all right, why not? Uh, yep. Uh Um. Also, once again, sharks. You know what's great though? Giant squids. Giant squids. <laughs> Giant squids. Yeah, that giant squid boss fight is very dumb and good. It's really dumb and it's really good. Um. Also, there's 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 many many forms of fishing in this game. Yeah, there is. Mm -hmm. There really is. Um, I will say I wanted to to bring this up because I thought it was goofy and kind of silly that I figured it out via this. I figured mm -hmm. out that the VTuber was Anju very early. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I was like, I was listening to them speak and everything, and I was just like, this just sounds like Anju's imitations and everything. Mm -hmm. Huh. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. interesting. And then mm -hmm. the reveal comes up, I was like, oh, hey, I got it right. <laughs> like, obviously, it's Anju it with, like, a higher-pitched voice and everything, but, like, it just the way right. she, the way that the character spoke and everything, I was like, that just definitely sounds like the way Anju speaks. <laughs> 
But like we've heard Anju speak in so many different like tones yeah. and different ways that like we we're so used to her voice. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. It's really funny. It's a really funny way to figure out a char- who a character is. I do wonder why she still had access to the login at the end, but maybe they they weren't they they weren't smart enough to change the password. I mean, do you think AG wouldn't change? I don't know. I mean, he's he's cocky. He was by that point he was very cocky and thought he had control of everything. He so. he, he won, yeah. Um. So I I mentioned a minute ago that Alex Lee was in this, but also in Persona Three. Um. The actress who played Chitose is Susie Young, Mm -hmm. who was Chitose. She's in Persona 3 as Fuka. The bazooka. She's she's also in Final Fantasy 7 as Yuffie. So she's in the big three. Oh, yeah, you guess you were right. She is the she is in the big three. (laughs) She is the trifecta of like big RPGs. She is uh she is getting the paychecks this this in this 30 day period. Yeah, she is. It's just like, whoa, look at you go. Good for you. Thought that was funny. Yeah, I like how her Wikipedia page is like, 2024 is just these three games. These three games, that's it. There you go. Nice. Good for her, honestly. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess, I, I mean, we kind of probably could have mentioned this earlier in the general stuff, but like, we mentioned how this game took us about 100 hours for both of us to get through it. Did, mm-hmm. Didn't really ever feel like it was, like, dragging or anything. Didn't feel like I was, like, you know... It, oh, no, I was super into it. It was long for the sake of being long, like some, you know, games have been, who have been this long before. Um, hey, looking at you, Persona 5. Yeah. Um, everything felt engaging. Like, I think there's enough side stuff that, it like, it keeps you involved and, like, you could so you can bounce back between both uh, the mm-hmm. main story and the side con- side content. I don't know what I was about to say, mm-hmm. side conquest. Um <laughs> the side content and everything so like it keeps everything feeling fresh and everything and just like it is a long story do not get me wrong it is a long story but given that it is a deuteragonist situation and everything and these are two character stories that they kind of have to tell it's like it is like you were getting two games in one essentially with how right, the way yeah. the story is and everything so uh, I was kind of worried when they said early on of like, hey, this game's going to be very long. It's probably the longest game in the series we've made, and there's a lot of stuff to do in this game. I was like, I don't know. Has, is that going to be good or not? Like, how is that going to work? But, hey, I think they pulled it off very well. I agree with you. I'm glad you agree with me. I was going to say something else. Now I completely just blanked on what I was going to say. That you want to ride off into the sunset womp, on a dolphin. Womp. Yeah, who doesn't want to ride off into the sunset on a dolphin? That's pretty good. What That's was I going to say? I don't know. It was going to be something just anecdotal, but... Heck. Now I just do not remember. Got talking about hours and stuff and just blanked. Blank, blank. I don't know. Maybe you'll come to me at some point. I don't know. Uh... Oh, by the way, the, the podcasts are good. I, I should I didn't get to listen to all those podcasts, but um, it's it's disappointing that the Japanese one you don't get subtitles for. You don't get you don't yeah, get subtitles sucked. for either of them, which is disappointing. Um, yeah. But the English one seems really dumb and good because I only listened to the first one, unfortunately, because I forgot about it 
but I, I do mm-hmm. want to go back and listen to them. But like the way it's, they just like tie into like, oh yeah, you know, going to Comarocha or whatever. Like I wanted to go to the New York hot dog because everyone talks about it, but I couldn't find the entrance. Which is a very good <laughs> in joke. And then like they they make a friggin' Shenmu reference. Yeah, the Shenmu <laughs> this reference. This guy came up, kept, kept coming, coming up to me and kept talking about how he wanted to find sailors. And I was like, I gotta get away from this kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's very dumb and good. So that made me laugh a lot. It was really, really good. Yeah, I think I only listened to two or three of them. I did like that I could have like a radio, um, that I, I would like play my phone while I was walking around. I'll play this Persona Three and Persona Four music on my on my phone. My walk around at my when I'm driving on my Segway. Ring, ring. Where did you find Persona Four music? Uh, it's in uh, Egent Show. It's in a gambling parlor. Oh, that's why I never found it. Yeah. It's just, I think it's uh, it's your affection and snowflakes. Mm, those are really good songs, though. Yeah, we can get those. It's cool. Hmm. 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 But yeah, hey, this uh, this game's pretty dang good. Long, long good. game, but very good game. Very long, but I enjoyed it quite a lot. Yeah. had a good time and I named my kitten after each you did <laughs> so many so many things are in this game the boys from judgment are in this game two of the boys from judgment are in this game very briefly but they show up and I was very like briefly. yo yo the boys the boys are here it is surprising how much they are uh, in- incorporating the judgment stuff into uh, mainline yeah Yakuza yeah. slash like a dragon now because they were in guide in too yeah but that's cool. Those, yeah. those characters are very good, and more people should know about them. I agree. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this game is uh, it's very good. Mm-hmm. If you want a game about a bunch of misfit weirdos, here you go. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, I, I, I will say the one bad thing about this game. Okay. The $20 DLC situation. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that, not good. Where you can only get New Game Plus via this DLC. Not good. Not, not good. a good call, Sega. Bad, bad Sega. Bad. Bad. No. No. No, Sega. Don't do that, Sega. No. We see you trying to make money. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I really enjoyed this game. It's a, it's a very good game. They good sent off for Kiryu and everything. Very curious to see where Ichiban and the gang go after this. Where his shirt with I Love Psycho on it and I Love Ichiban on the back goes after this. I forgot to mention that. I love that shirt. I want that shirt. I want that shirt. It's very good. I, I won't wear it on situation. stream. Even though I want to wear it on stream. What a dumb um, thing. I, I, I don't want to spoil it, but like he was doing so well. He was doing so well. And then that. Uh, what a goof. He, I, I, and all his friends were watching him out the window. <laughs> they were rooting for him, and then they're like, ah. Ah, uh, you did it again, kid. But yeah. It's a good video game. Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, it is a good video game. Interested to see where they go from here. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. But yeah, that's uh, that's gonna do it for us this week. 
So if you'd like more from us, head on over to seasonalamorcheckup.com or sac.cool. where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Ann Ladium, go to annladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can follow us on Blue Sky at seasonalamorcheckup.com. You can buy our books, One Shiny Moment, Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, Hot Tubs, and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, monthly Patreon exclusive podcasts and a wealth of bonus content as well. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, next week we'll talk about something else. I don't know. So I haven't told my game that we could talk about maybe, but meh. We'll figure it out.